Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, Arrow fans. We are back with another AfterBuzz TV Arrow After Show. We are looking at season five, season five, dear God, episode six, So It Begins. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. This episode, you guys, this episode, okay, I guess we're all doing the thing. No, oh, Sounds of the Lambs. No? no? I have never seen it. What? What? It puts a lotion on its okay. skin. All right. I know Whoa. all of the tropes. Let's just introduce what? ourselves. I know the tropes, yeah. but I have never seen it. Oh, no. Blasphemy. I don't do horror movies. Oh, no. I don't well, do it, It's a psychological movies. thriller. I don't do many of I'm those either. With a person yeah. who eats other persons. Yeah. It's about, it's yeah. like Babe, but with sheep. So it's a, it's a kid-friendly romp. You're done. Okay, that the theme that we were going for tonight was serial killers. <laughs> so yeah, good times. Good we times. are um, welcome back to the Arrow After Show, in which we have crazy musical selections and do dances. Um, we are looking at season five, episode six. So it begins. I have all these lovely people on the panel with me. How about the red hood down there? You start us off. Um, yes, I go by Speedy sometimes, but my given name is Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. I am Lex Michael, all over social media at the Lex Michael. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. We have the hashtag ABTV Arrow. We have the live chat. That'll be up in just a moment. So if you have something fun to say, throw in the hashtag, throw in the live chat. You may well get a shout out. I'm so glad that we are back to streaming live. Yes. We wow. missed you guys last week. We really super did. Hello. There were a few of you in the, in the uh, hashtag talking it up, and that was wonderful. And we really super appreciate that. And here we are. What did you guys think of this episode tonight? Uh, I thought it was interesting. Uh, I like that Oliver's past is finally coming back to haunt him. You yeah. know, the bill always comes due. Indeed. Yes. Well, we've had five... Se- we're on season five at this point. I, obviously, I just cannot wrap my mind around that tonight. But we've had five seasons of this, and that is long enough for them to be able to be like, hey, remember this thing that he used to do? Yeah, we didn't think so, so we're bringing it back. Right. And so is the villain. Yeah, we have enough history now that it really does, going back to season one, really does feel like we are reaching way back. And it's it's cool because we have so much history that we've gotten to live with these characters in the interim. It is cool to go back all the way and almost as like a little reassurance. It's like, guys, we didn't we didn't totally forget. Um, but I also there's a lot of elements in this episode that you know we've we've started in episodes prior but we continue to build on this family dynamic the we talked about him having all the trick arrows it feels very batman-y both yes. both as far as him like up in his gadget game a little bit but then also him like being the the papa bear to this family of like younger sidekick types but all of that stuff is working for me 
Yeah, yeah, I was like at the point where he pulls out the arrow with the parachute. I was like, they're just like, screw it, he's Batman. But I it's like not it. the first time that they've pulled yeah. a parachute arrow this season. Yeah. No, yeah. and I adore that they've started doing more trick arrows because that is extremely comic booky. And for all the people who are like, oh, it's too Batman, it's too many gadget. No, the comic pulls the punching the the punching glove arrow. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> boxing glove, rather. Hello, I'm thinking punching bag, and my brain just went. Right. But, it, no, you're right. I mean, in the comics, he literally has a, a, boxing, a boxing glove, glove arrow, arrow because, right. because reasons. Yeah. Yeah. No. But, but then, like, too, like, stuff stuff like, you know, we, we've seen them them uh, make, step toward, make steps towards a back-to-basics, street-level crime type of story. But we're also getting these really wonderfully over-the-top touches that I love. Stuff like him firing an arrow directly down the barrel of a gun. I'm yes! made me so happy. Like, so, so ridiculous, but in, for my money, the best possible way. That made me very, very happy. They're also doing a lot better at integrating what's happening in the Oliver as the Arrow storyline with what's happening with the entire city. Because we keep seeing, okay, the city's in a state of crisis because the apocalypse is literally happening for the third time in three years. But seeing something like this, a riot happened because someone freaked out and thought they saw something they didn't. Yes. It's a thing that occurs. Mm -hmm. And I love that we just took the time out for this scene to have the team working together, to have it be riot control, control, to have it be like, okay, this is what's happening. We need to take care of it. There's no bad guy to defeat here. We just kind of have to defuse the situation. Right. Yeah. Um, though the funny thing about that scene is that there's so many hooded people that I was surprised that none of them actually got shot in the wild flurry of bullets that these people were uh, shifting out. Because, like, Ragman and Green Arrow both look like Prometheus. Yeah, yeah. really A little do. bit, for sure. Yeah. Though, I guess the general masses don't Haven't know what Prometheus Haven't seen Prometheus. Looked. Yeah. All they know is that it is a person with ninja stars. Right, the right the ninja, the throwing star killer. There yes. we go. Can, can yeah, I just a clever we, name? We need to talk about this. We need to talk about those throwing stars. I ch- oh my god. What is this your is what is like, your impression of a throwing star hitting something? Which, it's not bad. Yeah, it's actually it's not bad. Okay, I need to hear all yours then. Which. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming all of your targets are chickens. <laughs> no, actually. Yeah, that's good. Of... But my throwing stars do have feathers. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, well, okay then. That we just... I think that makes them arrows. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. In and my, you, in my head, Do I'm you throw chickens. them with a bow? Oh, great. I'm like throwing sharp chickens, <laughs> is what I think is actually happening. And now it's a Zelda game. <laughs> <laughs> we went there. But just the, the throwing stars are made up of a bunch of different alloys over the past four years with the going idea that some. Someone has gotten all of the arrows that Oliver has used out of SPCD lockup and has melted them down and made throwing stars out of them. Like, holy cow. Yeah, yeah. I thought the it's uh, so it begins was a, you know, a big, you know, to do over this. But oh, no, we took all the arrows and melted them down into throwing stars. Prometheus has got a lot of time on his hands. Prometheus is a jilted fangirl. Yeah. Well, it's also one of those things, too, where I'm not sure how much logical sense that actually makes. It doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, if you really think about the... So, so... The, the police department has all somehow has all of the arrows Oliver fired over the last several years. Eh, nah, but but it's also 
it strains credulity in a way that's incredibly comic booky. Right. Yeah. So I'm good with it. Well, yeah, it's, fine. Like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Logic. You have to imagine that like Oliver himself doesn't collect them. So when the police show up, they're just sticking out of people. Oh, yeah. like, yeah, this is sure. evidence, I guess. And they probably do have to label it and be like, okay, this is evidence in this case. This was found here at this place at this time. Like, Evidence Lockup has a ton of stuff in it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And someone just went in, collected all the arrows, and went, these are from the person that I love that I hate now. I'm going to make my own weapons out of his, and then I'm going to kill him. <laughs> well, speaking <laughs> of, Vidar DJ 16 Starkill, nice name. Uh, wouldn't be, wouldn't it be funny if Prometheus turns out to be Cupid? <laughs> uh, Cupid is a lot fun. more straightforward in the obsession, yeah, she would though. Be all She's out. the lipstick mirror and red arrows. This is more of the, I'm not sure if I want to be you or if I want to murder you. Right. Sort of. Yeah, and also think about, unless he is magic and he was able to instantly magic all of Oliver's old arrows into new weapons, that took a lot of time, probably, and a lot of work. So obviously, whoever Prometheus is, they're okay with biding their time and being patient and being quiet until the proper moment as well. So we know he's not magic, because all the hot magic men, you know, they they don't have time for that. They don't care about Oliver. (laughs) John Constantine, Malcolm Merlin, you know, they they got better things to do. Well, and they don't wear masks on the regular. Yeah, Right. Yeah. And you can tell he's a fan of the show, because the throwing stars look like the arrow symbol from the opening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's a big fan. He, he's sitting or there, she. He's sitting there like yes. with his like True. blade sharpener just quietly going yeah. dun 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 <laughs> I'm gonna get you dun 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 So <laughs> Anyway So we have basically Promethe- promoted Prometheus to the level of Jay Garrick on this show. Yes, essentially. Uh, he is he is we, we talked I love about you. this. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. We did talk about I think we talked a little bit last week about how the character type, at least certainly aesthetically, and the fact that they're teasing out the mystery of who he actually is, is very similar to Zoom yes. on the flash. Yes. We talked about how they're the same because I mixed them up half a dozen times yes, on air. That would be why. Mm. Yes. Yeah, Haywood uh, Wong brings up a good point that I've kind of thought, too, is could Prometheus be a Flashpoint version of Laurel? I do, you know, that would be interesting. Considering Katie Cassidy does have a contract to appear on all the shows, I did make a joke. Is she Alchemy and Prometheus? (laughs) Yes. I mean. At least one of them. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they're the same person. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm just like, comic book logic. It could be Laurel. Well, do we? I feel like sure. I feel like could we all have. Could also be Tommy. Could yeah, be anyone. I, I would yeah. like for it to be Tommy. I feel like we all have. We all have thoughts about who it could potentially be. I'm wondering if maybe we should save that for predictions. predictions yeah. Well, just the show heavily implies that it's Lance with the whole. He's not there. He's been drinking the whole time. Right. He's this. He's that. And then he wakes up and he's got his arm torn up and a throwing knife on. It. Like seriously, so I've had that happen yeah. before. Of you course, just drink who hasn't? That's that's <laughs> that could happen to anybody. See, the last I feel time like, I did yeah. that, I wound up with a pineapple in my apartment <laughs> yeah. and we couldn't explain where it came from uh, for about six years. I get it. So, where's thank the you. pineapple um, Thank you. I got it. I got it. Um, but <laughs> but so, because because they are clearly uh, setting Lance up in both the eyes of uh, other characters and presumably a uh, section of the audience to be so clearly like, oh, no, this, this is definitely the guy. This is super weird, right? That to me is like, well, he's obviously not. Yeah, he's clearly a Yeah, Mary. this is episode six out of 22, 23, 24. We are a quarter of the way into this season. There is absolutely no way. Yeah. Unless it's like we lay this, we debunk it, and then 20 episodes later, surprise! 
That's a good point. They did. They played a similar game with Oliver's identity in terms of like whether or not the public knows it for a couple of years. It's just we were we were on the other side of that exchange where we knew who he was the the whole time. I actually liked the moment in this episode where it seemed like Curtis didn't realize that the original guy in the hood was also the same yes. guy in the hood. Yeah. Like I really liked that because for a while, as an audience member. I had maybe forgotten if they had definitively in the, you know the story they gave the public was definitively these are two different yeah it is all different like I had forgotten about that because yeah. that was literally years ago now that we did that so I liked I liked that that moment well because yeah the arrow originally like is dead right because it, it was Roy right yeah. yes, yes 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 and of course that's why Roy's now off and Roy was killed yes and I took his hood two <laughs> things <laughs> Lucretia killed him yes. uh, two things one. Caleb, I see you. Thank you for all the love. Wow. Um, and two, uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I feel like Lance is the perfect fall guy. Absolutely, because oh, yeah. he had such a vendetta against like all vigilantes when he started, and and especially since uh, since Prometheus knows that Lan- or knows who Oliver is, um, it sets him up t- for everyone to believably think that Lance could. Uh, like be trying to take revenge for all the years of deception and all the years yeah. of and the uh, death of both of his daughters while one's still technically alive but on and traveling through time right. and yeah. then Oliver's sort of responsible in a way for both of them and then also he drinks a bit so he can easily yeah. you know have missing gaps and they're right and they're they're making a big enough deal about him drinking again yeah. as a plot point that mm-hmm. it's like I believe that's going to come into play as well and then of course we've got a member of the press who's snooping around the mayor's office constantly who seems very set on finding something on one of these people that she can use to bolster her career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this this is we're like traipsing into predictions, but I feel like I feel we traipse like, in and out of predictions on the show all the dang time. I just feel like Lance just, Lance maybe has a bit of a rough season ahead. Is what it's starting to look like. So it's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Lance always gets crapped on. He's the Ray like, Palmer of the show. I, I feel oh. so. I didn't feel bad for Ray Palmer. Oh. I feel bad for Lance. Well, it's oh. a little bit like we. He's watched. He has two daughters, and he's lost his daughter like three times. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's lo- mm-hmm. he's had more daughters die than he has daughters, and now it's like, what else can we do to him that's terrible? Like, where do we take? What low point do we take him to now? Like, where? Yeah. where how much further down can we pull this poor man? I feel like Quentin lost. The, I feel like, um, oh god, the actor's name Paul Blackmore. Thank mm-hmm. you. Lost a bet with one of the writers or something like that because Lance has just been kicked around this entire series. He did but, date Kaylee Kuka, so his life's all right. You know. <laughs> mm, yeah. No. I that think, doesn't that doesn't mean he didn't lose a bet with a writer. Yeah. I think or he loves something. It. Like, Accidentally yeah. took the last donut that the writer was saving for himself. I don't know. I'm just expecting like something really ridiculously petty. And then Lance's life has just been hell these entire five seasons. So it's like, is this because of the donut three years ago? No! no. Sometimes people love to be tortured, though. <laughs> That's true. I mean, and like... It's putting, getting insane on his level, though. Well, but like, the more the more you put Quentin Lance through the ringer, I do feel like the more Paul Blackthorne continues to have to sink his teeth into, which I am all for. Because the true. dude, even, even when it's sometimes, you know, as it maybe felt in the first season or two of the show that we didn't quite even know what we were doing with this character necessarily. That's he also was true. still killing it. Like, whatever mm. they gave him, he was crushing. Yeah. 
And it's better for him to have something to chew on than to just give him the scenery and say, chew on that. Although that can also be fun to watch, yeah. too. I mean, that's a little bit what Chad Coleman was doing. Right. And I loved that. That was glorious, though. That absolutely worked for him. I am still very, very sad that we lost Church last episode because what a good villain. I'm now holding out hope that maybe, like, Earth-9 Tobias Church will show up. <laughs> and he's, like, he's a little bit like, you know, like, uh, the new the new Wells is HR yeah. and he's a little bit uh-huh. hipstery. I want, like, that Earth's Tobias Church and he's, like, super hipstery. Yeah, he <laughs> what, goes he, like, by Jesus people with a blackjack? Or, like, no. no, like, he's part of, like, the geek squad on that Earth, you know what I mean? <laughs> I would love it. Computer. <laughs> He's just so pretentious. He's like, I'm gonna kill this dude, but right after I have this French press latte. <laughs> <laughs> he so- kills someone for putting the wrong amount of foam on the latte. I would just like he and Heat Wave to have a grunt off. Just a lot of like, no, it's what I said. It's what I said before about like, I want 40 minutes of Chad Coleman like clashing the knuckles together, saying a one liner, and then stomping off camera like he's about to fight. (laughs) That, but him and Heat Wave, and just 40 minutes of like, it's like a one liner battle back and forth. So you want the blooper reel? No. Basically. Basically, for like an hour a week every week, yes. (laughs) That is pretty much exactly what I want. And I just thought of, man, you can make it a three way with Adam Baldwin. His grunts are. That's true. <laughs> like, I'm not even in this universe. universe but but I'm I'm I am now. <laughs> anyway. <Anyways>. Good lord. <laughs> you guys lost me. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little derailed. Um, God, so, so yeah, we Prometheus is running around murdering people. Sure is. <laughs> Supposedly and, randomly. But, but not, as we discover. Uh, there's a very specific tie to the Green Arrow and that stuff from season one that Everyone we didn't forget. Season. Isn't that fun? The yeah. names of all of Prometheus's victims can be anagrammed to be the names of people on the list. And it's just... Uh, so I feel like that's a hell of a stretch. Like, that is some extremely ridiculous programming, and even then, Dude, to get to that. It's Prometheus just late at night in his house with a table full of journals just moving letters around, going dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. I'm gonna get you, Oliver Queen! Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. say, Prometheus has a lot of time on his or her hands. That's what he sounds like, I guess, in my head. Until until we know who it is, that's that's Prometheus. That's a little bit like your uh, like that. Anarchy. Yeah, anarchy. <laughs> but he just um, sits there like humming the Green Arrow the music, the Arrow theme, while he quietly works on his little plans. <laughs> yeah, he vastly. So going, I need a gimmick. I need a gimmick. I can't be a good killer without a gimmick. And he's just in the shower. I have it. I'm gonna dress like him. I'm gonna use his weapons. I'm gonna get you, Green Arrow. Anagrams. Anagrams. Though he's giving them a lot of credit. Like, they, it took two super geniuses to figure that out. Like, if, if Oliver Queen was working alone, Prometheus would be sitting in a corner being like, when's he going to figure this out? Like, why isn't he getting all of my sweet, <laughs> sweet clues? Yes, if I mean, Oliver Queen was know. working yeah. alone, he would have died in season one. For sure. Yeah, he certainly like, wouldn't we wouldn't have had a stuff. series. Yeah. He would have been super dead. The entire, the, the shades, the glades. The glades. The glades. Yes. Would have gone completely down. Like, it would have been so, so different. All of these villains that show up to take revenge on Oliver would have shown up and, like, yeah, okay, and either taken over the city or wandered off. 
Well, yeah, as Malcolm always points out, he's pretty, but he's dumb. Well, so, and <laughs> oh that, my god, yes. That makes me question, so if Prometheus knows who Oliver Queen is, because without without <laughs> using any external sources, only using the text of the show, what we know so far, it seems like, yeah, Prometheus knows that Oliver Queen is the Green Arrow. He probably knows who's on that team as well. At right. least Felicity and Dig. And yeah. so he probably created, the, I mean, yeah, I think it's still insane the amount of time it must have taken, but he probably created that specific puzzle in a, in a sense, knowing that you've got these two people on this team and that you will find me and get to where I want you eventually. Right. Would be my guess. Yeah. And I love Curtis referencing the Zodiac Killer movie and then yes. like, I'm like Jake Gyllenhaal give me this. Dude, <laughs> like, just like, let me have it, just let I me have it. I want to be Robert Downey Jr. I'm I sorry. just like, yeah, I just yeah. like hearing Zodiac references. I feel like I'm one of like four people who thinks that that's David Fincher's masterpiece. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely up there. It's like one of the yeah. best movies. Anyway, I haven't seen it. It's so good. It <laughs> is so good. And anyway. I wrote a paper on the Zodiac Killer in my victimology class, which is cool that they were tying it to victimology. It's oh. so good. Everybody in the chat, if you have not seen Zodiac, Go, like, finish listening to this show, and then as soon as you're done, put your phone down and go watch David Fincher's Zodiac. It's amazing. And I wrote my thesis on the internet. I mean, that doesn't, yeah. Yeah, Iron Man is in it, guys. You know, that's That's true. It's got Iron Man and the Hulk and the Prince of Persia? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Donnie Darko would have been Or that guy that was almost Spider Man one time. Anyway. Wow. Anyway, so Green Arrow. That's how you know we've got a nerd frame of reference up in here. So they like so so Curtis likes Zodiac. Yeah. So yeah. that's great. But we also have a whole ongoing thing with Oliver in secrecy per freaking usual. Of course. Yes. He does not want to tell his B team, his recruits, that by the way, there's a serial killer running around who's probably targeting me and might actually know who I am. Yeah, Marcus hey. G on Twitter at Paradox Kid said, Recruits not knowing about the serial killer was weak, so none of them watched the news. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks oh, like they had there hadn't been news about it being a straight up serial killer until the fourth murder, and that was when the story broke. They all knew that the initial police officer whose name escapes me and that Tobias Church had been killed, and then one woman being randomly killed only showed up as a blip on Oliver's radar because of the murder weapon. Right. Plus, I think so. Technically, it can't be a serial killer until it's more than three. Yeah, it, yeah I think it's like three, three or more. Yeah. 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 So that was the point where that story broke in that fashion. So I get it, because you have to have a certain context to be able to string these murders together, and they already knew about the first two. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm not at all surprised that they didn't know. I was kind of interested with Diggle talking about this, actually, because it, it, just talking about Renee and him saying, yeah, he didn't just... He didn't just tell him, he, he gave your name up. Like, last week you were trying to walk him through all of that and being like, no, it's okay, I know what this is like, and this week you're no mercy. <laughs> mm. What happened? I mean, I get... Different writer. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I get their wanting to kind of leave them out, because by transitive property, if Prometheus is greater than Church, and Church has beat up their team members, then Prometheus equals better than the team members. Sure. So, like, uh, he doesn't want to throw them in the throngs of death, basically. So, like, I get it. I mean, maybe telling them would be a good idea, but that's not his style. Over lies. (laughs) That's that's the problem I have, is I get not wanting to send them after 
Prometheus, but I don't understand not informing them because if there's a serial killer out there who knows my secret identity, he probably knows who I hang out with. And if he knows who I hang out with, then you're all potentially in danger. I don't want you going out and fighting him, but you should probably know you're in danger so that maybe you're like, you know, looking out just a touch. But the second you tell them that he exists, they're they're going to go out and fight him. I'm going out. He knows them that well. And they'll be so paranoid, they'll just start shooting guns in the middle of an open shopping center. But but it's their Second Amendment right to own a ray gun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, boy. You're right. It's just, it's, it's all cyclical. It just all goes around. Yeah, given what happened mm-hmm. yesterday, I think we need to sidestep away from the politics for Sidestepping. And Evelyn is the one that has the roughest time with all of this because she's still like, yeah, no, I kind of absolutely still blame you for my parents' death and it took me forever to get past this and now we find out you're a serial killer? What? I guess the list is a good enough of a common thread to make Oliver a serial killer? Question mark? Did did they find some plastic in his house, like a th- you know a case of knives? No, you know he's clearly not done that in a while, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, people change; they become lumberjacks. Yes, I'm just making super obscure Dexter references <laughs> now. End game, end game for Arrow is Oliver yeah. Queen lumberjack. Yeah. <laughs> First, try trying really hard with these yeah. arrows to chop down a tree. No, <laughs> like, we, you know what? We tried end game lumberjack with another show, and it just did not turn out. So no. I think it would work on this one. It actually might. He He really tried to do the domestic thing for a while. He could make a quiche. He could know it was a souffle. Yes. How? What's the difference? (laughs) No, it's like egg. Souffle are large and fluffy, and quiche are like egg pie. Pie. Egg pie. Yes. Egg Egg pie. Okay. So we're losing all of the everything tonight. I mean. If yes. you so the the list does imply premeditation, it so does. I guess it it does kind of fall under the serial killer, but it's not like the psychopathic serial killer. It's just more like someone who kills in a series, well, like right. Dexter, yeah. where he had a purpose to kill these people. They weren't great people, but I mean, you know, at least Dexter's code was a little bit like, hey, they had to kill so many people. Oliver's just like, my dad, dad said list. so. Daddy said so. Well, specifically, too, because we've got the Zodiac references tonight, Mm -hmm. and we've got a media presence now this season that we're focusing on a little bit more than we have in the past, maybe. I'm really looking forward to Prometheus starting to, like, send notes to the newspapers and stuff. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what I mean? He needs to cut them out of the newspaper and, like, rubber cement them. Uh Yeah, exactly. like, dear Miss Williams. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that green arrow guy. I'm gonna get him. He's no good. And then dun, dun, he writes the musical notes. Dun 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 dun. Wow! Did he, did he write that? Yeah. Look, there's a whole bar of music here. Um, I would love it if it just said, uh, "Dear Miss Williams, I've got your number too." <laughs> that would actually be exceedingly creepy. Oh, yeah. I no, that would be really great. <laughs> It'd be completely messed up, but really great. Yes. Writers, <laughs> call me. Oh, I have ideas. Dear. Call me. Oh dear. <laughs> Are you okay? I don't I know, man. You? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I feel. I feel a little like. A little like. Yeah, you feel like shaky hands. Yeah, no. I feel like shaky hands. Time yeah. Time spree. Feel like t- time spree. Mm-hmm. Time spree. 
times three. I feel like next time we come in, you're going to have switch seats with someone over there, so mm. you don't have to sit next to me. No, I'll, <laughs> what I'll do is like I'll switch identities with somebody, and I'll come in, and, and we'll try to figure out like what Earth we're all from. And you want the hood? <laughs> Speaking of switching, we're sponsored tonight, yeah. and it turns out that if your fantasy football team is really not up to par, you can switch it up. With DraftKings. Yeah, so check this out, man. How is your fantasy football season going? And According you know, to my office, not well. Yeah, so what, what, <laughs> like, what is really, it? Well, really? Should have bet on the Cowboys, guys. So you're, you're starting running backs already pulled both hamstrings, and your sleeper pick is still uh, sleeping? My coworkers are tied for last in their league. Well, it is not too late. <laughs> For them to save their season, and it's not too late for you to save yours and win huge cash prizes at DraftKings.com. DraftKings is the destination for one-week fantasy football. That means no season-long commitments to busts and bench warmers. Never again will injuries have you combing the waiver wire at 2 a.m. Every week is a brand new season at DraftKings. Just pick your contest, draft your team, and follow the action live. Renew old rivalries with friends and play them every week. Or try 50-50 contests where the top half of all entries win cash. Even if your current fantasy team is circling the drain, you can still win huge cash prizes at DraftKings. Don't wait. Start your season at DraftKings.com now. Use code BUZZ, that's B-U-Z-Z, and play free with your first deposit. That is code BUZZ, B-U-Z-Z, to play free for your share of over $100,000 in total prizes this weekend only at DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See site for details. DraftKings.com. I also want to shout out DeAndrea Harris, who said, Go Cowboys. Woo. Just like me, I see that you also bleed uh, blue and silver. Good job. Do Your the fantasy th- team's doing all right. Do the thing. That. Attempt to win the stuff. <laughs> really good odds of winning the stuff. Do DraftKings. Yes. I like winning stuff. I yeah, me them. too. Winning stuff is great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ryan Wachalison's team is also on the on uh, down due to industry in, in, injuries. So dude, he can well, right. so yeah. draft games, dude. Like that's Star, Star Drew's like, yeah, who didn't go with the Cowboys this year? <laughs> Everyone else, because you guys think the Pats are the best. No, we are America's team. Broncos. Sorry. So archery, archery, you guys. Texas. No. Other archery. Stuff. Archery. As long as I feel bad for the Browns fans out there, like. Texans are pretty Sorry. Good. I don't think there's a DraftKings for archery, Lex. No. Dun, 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 <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but if there be. were, everyone one. would pick Oliver, and then I don't think anyone would win because you have to have people picking different people in order to I'd make betting Malcolm. work. Uh, yeah. You'd pick Malcolm. That guy. i go for Slade Wilson. Anyway. In the archery DraftKings? Mm-hmm. I'm he so happy sword. of all the Cowboys fans in here except for that one guy. Except for that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Prometheus on DraftKings while humming the theme. Drafting my team. I kind of want fan art of that, not gonna lie. Just Prometheus going through his day, melting down arrows, making, throwing knives, occasionally checking his team on DraftKings, and then going out to murder someone, all while singing the arrow theme. (laughs) DraftKings does not in any way promote Illegality or archery, I think, or any of that. <laughs> no. Really, we're just being dorks. I know it's just like DeAndrea Harris, and I have to make this joke. And may I preface it by I worked for the Cowboys, and I know Tony Romo; he's a nice guy, but he can't be Prometheus, guys, because he'd have to use his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> I, I, I love 
love you, Tony. I hope you don't watch. <laughs> so, so. That is cruel, but so, oh my God. So, Tony Romo, probably not for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably not. Well, I'm glad we checked that. You know, there's someone somewhere unraveling their board with all the red string on it pointing to Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they're listening to this after show going, but. But it's so clear. <laughs> Pull off their headphones, throw them on the ground, start taking all the pins out. No, I've <laughs> wasted my life. <laughs> all six episodes of it. Wow, this show went places. Anyway, yeah. wow. so what hap- What else happened on Arrow, you guys? Uh, Felicity told her. Felicity stole evidence. Felicity and then stole told her evidence. boyfriend that she works tech support for the Green Arrow. Oh. And he had a total little fanboy. Where does he live? Does he? That is a really creepy question to ask right off the bat. I've just realized. Well, it's not yeah. as creepy if he doesn't know that they used to do it. Like, well, if he if knew he's that, Prometheus. Yeah. I don't know. Which is okay. So that's something that we like. The the earlier conversation moved away from this before we even got a chance to touch on it. Of the (laughs) characters that we know, he seems currently like the most likely suspect to me. That could also just be complete red herring still as well. Right. It's because yeah. he's dating one of our main female characters. Right. And, and he has they're always bad. either evil or destined to die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, going back to the Dexter references, it's the ice truck killer all over again. Uh, yeah. You know, dates dead, mm-hmm. spoilers for season one of Dexter. Uh, but you know, just to keep tabs on what's going on. And, and like, even more spoilers for season one of Dexter has a very specific connection to our main character that ties into their shared past. Oh, yeah. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. You know what I really dun, want? Dun, I just dun, realized. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I want Prometheus to be Oliver from, like, Earth-19. Wouldn't that be nuts? Yeah. Wouldn't that, like, but he's really... got to keep the hockey hair. But wouldn't that like really? It'd be amazing. But like, can you imagine being somebody that only watches Arrow and doesn't watch any of the other shows and like doesn't didn't really get the crossovers and like then that twist happens and you have no clue what's happening? Yeah. Well, I'd just I'd imagine that they're wigged out enough that it's like, who is John Junior and where is Baby Sarah? Yeah, fair no. enough. It's like, wait, the, but the baby was a girl. Now it's a boy. And now it's a, this... and they know, so it's not like they just made a mistake. What's happening? <laughs> what? What? I what? would think that I would just think that the the like the producers don't care anymore. <laughs> like, they just brought a different kid. The kid doesn't even look the same. <laughs> I feel at this point the producers are like, you know what? If they don't get it, they'll either Google it or they'll complain on Twitter. At which point somebody will set them straight. <laughs> For sure. Which, you know, they're not who, wrong. Yeah, as someone who watches soap operas, this is just like you know their mo. They change things and just like they uh, one character was eight. Asian for a long time, and then they changed her to a white girl, and no one said anything. It was in the what? 90s. It's like, mm-hmm. actress from like Evil Dead, too, actually. Popcorn.gif. Popcorn.gif? Just oh. watching it while eating popcorn. Uh, Popcorn.gif. So anyway, so so presumably, presumably, <laughs> uh, either uh, Billy Malone is evil or he's not long for this world. But I guess yeah. we're not even really saying anything here. I feel like this is this is what happens. Right. Um, we do have actually a good segue into something else from uh, Caleb Cicero in... No, actually, that's not the one I meant to read. Ryan Craig, do you yeah. feel like the flashbacks have been relevant since episode two or have they become forgettable again? This I season love is these good. flashbacks so much. Oh, one thing we still have not even mentioned yet is the introduction of Dolph Lundgren as Constantine Kovar. Yeah. That was so awesome. I just had this look on my face like... 
Yay, because I love Dolph Lundgren, guys, because yes. he was the original Punisher. He was the original <laughs> Punisher on screen uh, in the 80s. He's probably still most famous for playing Ivan Drago in, in, in Rocky IV. Right. Um, but also, I mean, he's got a big storied career. Uh, uh, Masters of the Universe, the Expendables movies. He was in at least one of the Universal Soldiers. Dudes dudes all over the place. Oh, the yeah. new Kindergarten Cop movie. <laughs> yeah, kindergarten, the, weird, the, the recent Kindergarten Cop 2 that like went direct to market. Um, yeah. But Dolph Lundgren is, is awesome. He's one of those guys like Jean-Claude. Claude Van Damme, who has become, like, he himself has become a character arguably larger than life, more so than any character he's played. Yeah. Um, so seeing somebody like Dolph Lundgren, who's such a big personality, a big presence, step in and, and play the head of the Russian mob, basically, that's fun. Yeah. That's just good times. It's pretty badass. Well, I just, I enjoyed his introduction. I enjoyed watching Oliver just act like billionaire playboy again. That was incredible. Yes. That was so much fun. And then his introduction, like, the second Oliver wakes up, he just starts telling this story. I'm like, how long have you been sitting on that? Yeah. You've been sitting there for an hour watching Oliver and just waiting for him to wake up so you can immediately launch into, when I was a little boy in Gimmelstump. I mean, Russia. I, yeah. You're <laughs> in Gimmelstump. Um, Actual references that someone might actually get. Anyway. I, 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 like, just, I like the mental image, though, of Kovar just sitting there waiting for him to wake up. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, starts, he's stirring a little bit, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. oh. When, he, when he wakes up, I tell yeah. turnip story. Yeah, this was like five years ago, so this is probably when Candy Crush and Angry Birds, like, first coming out. That's what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, l- longer than five years, closer to probably yeah. seven or eight. Mm. But yeah, so he tells this story about how my great-grandfather grew a very large turnip and it took the entire village, including all of the animals and everyone, to pull it out of the ground. I'm like, why did we... One, that is a record-breaking turnip. Holy cow. Two, shovels? (laughs) Shovels? There is one person in chat who gets my reference. Thank Mm. you, David Bear. Oh, okay. (laughs) I went for full-on Phineas and Ferb there. I see it. There it is. Yep. (laughs) Yep. David Bear got it. Yeah, so it's a metaphor for unity and also a metaphor for how the Bratva is never going to accomplish anything because I am that turnip. Ah, I was hoping... Leave that on a shirt. I am the turnip. I was hoping that... All, or when Oliver was like, I don't understand the story, yeah. he would have been like, ah, sounds better than Russian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd be like, you're dumb for the American. My favorite was, uh, you're so good at playing what? A douche? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> what is, what is the American term? Douche? douche? And then I like I liked it within within seconds. Oliver Queen is called the douche and then is then knocked unconscious. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I also... I feel like that happens a lot. Like, in that order. I am hoping, like, I really liked what little we got of Dolph Lundgren in this episode. I'm hoping that he only gets bigger and bigger as far as his performance choices the further into the season we get. Because if we're going to lose Tobias Church and Chad Coleman's performance, I'm a little more okay with it if the next week now we have Dolph Lundgren and we're just going to see that dude go more and more and more over the top. You want him to put on brass knuckles, clank them together, say something in Russian, and then walk off screen. Yes, for an hour a week for a year. Yes, I do. Yep, that works. But But would you like to see him fight Tobias Church? Would I like, I would like nothing more than to see that. That would be better than a new Rocky movie. Let's just have the (laughs) two of them fight. I feel like that's the next death battle. Uh, I would, I would, I would watch that. <laughs> that I would. God, that would be incredible. 
Yeah, so I guess the uh, Kovar has... The Kovar. Kovar has declared war on the Bratva and has also kidnapped Oliver Queen because, of course, question mark? And we just have to see where it goes from there. Yes. Yeah. So we're, we're once again doing flashbacks where not a lot happens in them, but these don't feel like they drag. The island flashbacks last year, after a certain point, were really dragging. So it may just be that we're still towards the beginning of the season and they haven't tried to stretch it out yet, or this is something that's going to be just completely crazy. Right. I mean, I'm... I'm the, the, was it Hong Kong or was it Shanghai a couple of years ago? Was Hong, uh, Hong Kong. Kong. Was Hong Kong. The Hong Kong stuff was really good. Yeah. Yes. And I, I liked I liked some of that. And I even there was stuff... There was stuff we got last year that I was fine with. I like what we're doing in the flashbacks now a little bit more than I have for the last couple of years. Yes. Uh, I like it so much more. Like, honestly, if all it is every week is we flashback to Russia where he listens to Dolph Lundgren talk about turnips and, like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, if that's all it is, I'm fine. I'm good with it. <laughs> See, I would be disappointed. But. I'd, be like, I'd be like, I don't understand these decisions that the, the showrunners are making at all. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> More of this, please. More dolls. Popcorn dot He's just like, okay, I think it's time for you to go home. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> okay. All right. And then we, we meet him at the beginning of Eros first season. <laughs> yeah. That was the last thing that happened. He had spent a year listening to Dolph Lundgren talk about turnips. That was the last <laughs> thing that happened before we meet him in the present in the beginning of season one. Just imagining, <laughs> back awesome. to the island for you. Go! You heard my turn of story. Mm. Now you leave. <laughs> we forgot to mention the adorable moment with Ragman and Mr. Terrific. Yes. And I'm already trying to think oh, of couple so names. Cute. Like, yeah, it's strong but sweet like you. I was just like. I was like, oh, my heart. Oh, my God. That's adorable. Kertori. Hashtag Kertori. Oh, yeah. My heart. Curtis and Glory. I, I just so call cute. it Crory. Come on. Crory. No. no. <laughs> that sounds like a show I did here. Cor- okay. Or. Uh, yeah. uh, Rordis. 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 To Ragman. No. Tor- or I like Mr. Rags. Mr. Rags. <laughs> I feel like that's something you name a dog. <laughs> now I'm like coming up with a theme song. Mr. Rags. Mr. Rags. That's his name. Seriously, Mr. Rags sounds like something you would name a dog. I know. Yeah. Mr. Rags. Mr. Rags is, uh, what did I just watch where there's a doll called Mr. Rags? Wasn't it the uh-huh. new, first episode of the new Black Mirror? Wasn't there a doll called Mr. Rags? Oh, dear God. I haven't watched that yet. A ragtastic. Okay, guys, that's way better ragtastic. than what I said. Ragtastic. <laughs> Thank you, VR, DJ, six, Starkill, DJ 16, Starkill, numbers. numbers hashtag, hashtag ragtastic. Hashtag yeah. ragtastic. There we go. Yep, okay. I think we hit pretty much everything aside from... The overarching framing device for the mayor side of things being, we're throwing a music festival. Look, we threw a music festival. Yes. So, job well done. Yeah. Yay. Things, things actually went more or less according to plan one time. Nah. Nah. That assumes we have a plan. Nah. All right. So, do we have any final thoughts? No. Okay, if no. Chad, if you have any final thoughts, now is the time to do them. Because before we swing into predictions, we are going to talk to you a little bit about iTunes. Because iTunes is how you keep this show on the air. Thank you to everyone who has gone in, who has rated and commented and uh, commented and left us a review. Those are the same thing. Rated, left us a review, and subscribed. Hey! Because, seriously, that helps us out. When you leave a comment there the, uh, in iTunes, the producer... Mm-hmm. I can words. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of falling down a hill here. 
Our producers look at those comments. They see that you like us doing this show. You like us sitting here and talking about Arrow and coming up with ridiculous hashtags. And so they let us continue to do just that, season after season. So if you like us, the best way to help us out and the best way to keep us here making stupid jokes and coming up with ridiculous hashtags and magic Nazi corn... Ragtastic. Yeah, we've got a few comments about that. We actually have some new ones. Oliver's yeah. face. Cool. Nice. Oliver's uh, rubber face. Yeah. Frog yes. water. Frog yeah. water. There we go. There we go. Oliver Queen is full of bees. Anyway. <laughs> if you like the ridiculous inside jokes, that is how you can keep us on the air. And if you uh, review, we give you a shout out on the air. So who do we have? Cool. So um, I'll do the November ones, and we have three. We'll start Yay. out with One of the Best by JD Writes 101. The DC shows have some of the best panels, and Arrow is definitely one of the most adult of them. It's a good old fashioned fun, and all the hosts rock, especially Lex. What? Yay. 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 Oh, what? Yay. I love you too. Talk is the best. Anthony Lowry. Um, this is Anthony Lowry, and I love this after show. Do not stop. Keep up the good work. Five stars all around. Yes. But yeah, and then we also have Love This Show by uh, Tao or Theo. I don't want to mispronounce. Those are both ways, unless there's some new way to do it. But T-H-A-O. T says, this after show is so funny, and they always hit the main points of the episodes that I'm dying to rant about. Every week when I'm watching Arrow, I on- always wonder, what is Tori J going to say about this? Something yeah. funny. <laughs> That's what I wonder, too. It sounds like we're doing our jobs. Yes. Yeah. I love that. All right. Lex, so thank you so guys cool. so, so, so much for inter- for interviewing. Mm-hmm. I'm good at life tonight, y'all. <laughs> Thank you mm-hmm. so much for reviewing. If you want to get a shout out on there, please leave us a review. Uh, subscribe, rate us five stars. And so you know, it takes a little bit of time for iTunes reviews to be posted. So if you post it Tuesday night, we're probably not going to see it on Wednesday. They take a few days. Also, if you left a review in a store, in an iTunes store that isn't the American store, if you are in Great Britain or Australia or anywhere that isn't the US of A, we can't see those. Yeah. So if you want that scene, take a screen cap of it and throw it in our hashtag. That's ABTV Arrow, and we will collate those and read those off as well. Yeah, and we love you all, and we want you all to be recognized. Yeah. And Haywood Wong, awesome. I will come back as Rag Girl because that's totally a period pun, and that's funny to me. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, is a very adult panel. Hey, yes. we are very hey, adult panel, panel. evidently. Isn't that what you already are? Huh? No. <laughs> 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 Just go there. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, just, just roll. That doesn't look like Chad has anything that we forgot to do. Katie, what have you been drinking tonight? The water, I guess. I got uh, something yeah, here. So, predictions. After Buzz TV predictions. And there they are. What do we think? Next episode's. Pr- pr- Jesus Christ. Next episode's preview looks fairly generic. Yeah, and but when we see a lot of these that look fairly generic, I normally go, oh, they're that hiding means something. There's probably some decent stuff going on that they just don't want to show us yet. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's not like a specific misdirect image they can show us to so people be like, oh, dang. So I'm actually, that excites me. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, there is a very specific mastermind behind Prometheus, and I think we're going to be, not next week, but I think we're going to slow. I, I think we're slowly going to be introduced to them. I again really hope that it's not uh, Felicity's boyfriend, and I think I hope it's someone we haven't met yet who is related to someone on the list. 
um, that has had a vendetta but hasn't had the resources that's taken four years to build them up mm-hmm. in order to, one, infiltrate the police and then also uh, find a way to uh, manipulate Lance and all the other people. So are you saying that there's the person wearing the Prometheus suit and then there's someone running the show from behind the curtain? Yes. Could be. Okay. Yeah, I would love it. So we have the big bad and Prometheus is just the dragon. The dragon. Yes. Interesting. Um, I like Siva Ram's suggestion. What if Lex is Prometheus? Um, I think no, that's he's Jay Garrick. We <laughs> all are. I can but, neither confirm <clears throat> nor deny any such thing. That's right, dragon. I'm gonna get you all the queen. I want to find the list and see who's all on it, and then really look at it, and then I'm like, I could pick someone from the comics that would have a vendetta against all the queen and put it all together, but then I have to be Prometheus with all that time. (laughs) That's true. It's almost like the rest of us have things that need to be done. Uh, Lex. Yeah, I mean, I'm really curious to see if if Billy Malone is a red herring. I'm curious to see how quickly they make it clear that he is a red herring. If he is a red herring, I'm pretty sure dude's going to die, and that's how we're going to know it's not him. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um, and beyond that, I mean, we're we're so close to the hundredth episode of Arrow, and we know like almost every character we've ever seen is about to come back in some capacity. <laughs> the crossover is about to happen, so he's just going to be hanging out with more super powered people. It's going to get even more comic booky, guys. My heart is full. Aww. Aww. It's just going to go completely insane at the end of November, and that's going to be just wonderful. Just well, wonderful. Plus, we have Talia al Ghul apparently going to be showing up. Yeah. Yes. we got all sorts of fun stuff. Um, my pretty, I just, I honestly do not think that Lance is Prometheus. Prometheus. That's, that's too easy, you guys. Mm-hmm. This is not a show that believes in too easy. And I just really want to see what happens in the flashbacks. I am more excited for the flashbacks next week than the stuff they showed us for next week. Uh, more Kovar. Caleb Cicero says it's Tari, so hashtag Taritheus. Prometheus. Prometheus. Let's make this harder to say. Yeah, very yeah much so. let's do that. <laughs> anyway. All right, all you right. guys. Great. That is all we have for tonight. Thank you so much for watching. Lucretia, where can the people find you? You guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And be sure to come to the same bat time, same bat place tomorrow for the Legends of Tomorrow after show with me and Lex and some other people. Some other people. Yeah. We love those. We love those people. (laughs) And I'm Tari J. Miller. Mm -hmm. You can find me at Tari J on Instagram and Twitter at T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And also here on the DC Slate, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Librarians not related to DC at all coming back on the 20th. Okay, I am Lex Michael all over social media at the Lex Michael. I like these fine people to my left. I'm all over the DC CW on ABTV slate. I do Supergirl with this gentleman. I do Legends of Tomorrow with this lovely lady here. I'm obviously here because I'm talking to you right now. I do Ash vs. Evil Dead on Sunday nights. And then Lucretia and I also do Comic Book Exchange on Book Circle Online on Wednesdays. So many wonderful places to come and nerd out with us. Please do. We love you. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaje. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Z Nation on Mondays. Star Wars Rebels on Tuesdays. I'm here on Wednesdays. I'm the only one who's not on any other DC shows because Arrow is special, obviously. But in the other timelines. In other timelines, I literally live at the studio and I'm the gremlin that's in the attic. Yeah, like four of you host every panel. Bingo. (laughs) Yeah. 
And uh, Thursdays, we alternate between Ruby and Robots in Disguise. This week, it is Robots in Disguise. We're looking at Season 3, Episodes 2 and 3. It's wonderful. You should totally watch. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you all next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Dun, 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 dun. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.